prophets, religions, and books. Islam. While describing Tasawwuf in his book entitled Ariyadu Tasawwufiya, Sayyid Abdul Hakim Arwasi stated, Tasawwuf means to cast off human attributes and to be endowed with angel-like attributes and habits of divine morals. And he quoted Abu Muhammad Jariri's statement, Tasawwuf is to be endowed with all the good habits and to be purged from all the bad habits. Abu Muhammad Jariri, Ahmed ibn Muhammad ibn Hussein, passed away in 311 or 923 AD. He was one of the great disciples of Junaid Baghdadi. Muhammad Mathum, rahimahullah ta'ala, the son of Imam Ahmed Faruqi, rahmatullahi alayhi, the great Islamic scholar and the mujaddid of the second thousand Islamic years, wrote in the 147th letter of his book Maktubat to me Muhammad Hafi, one of the governors of India, the following material. May Allah, our sublime creator, keep us from straying from the way of Hadrat Muhammad wasallam, the most beloved by the creator of all worlds and the most exalted one of all prophets. O my compassionate brother, man's lifetime is very short. The things which are going to happen to us in the eternal life of the next world depend upon the kind of life we lead in this world. A wise and far-sighted person during his short life in this world always does the things that will cause him to live well and comfortably in the next world. He prepares the things that are necessary for a traveler to the next world. Allah has given you a post to govern many people which renders you a means for meeting their needs. Give plenty of thanks to Allah Ta'ala for having blessed you with such a valuable and profitable responsibility. Strive to serve Allah Ta'ala's slaves. Have the understanding that by serving Allah Ta'ala's slaves, you will attain blessings in this world and in the next. Know that the way leading to Allah Ta'ala's love is to be mild with Allah Ta'ala's slaves, to do good to them, to help them with a smiling, cheerful face, soft words and easiness. Do not doubt that this will cause salvation from torment in the next world and an increase in the blessings of paradise. The exalted Prophet wasallam, has explained this very well in his following hadith. Allah Ta'ala creates and sends the things that his slaves need. Allah Ta'ala's most beloved slave is the person who serves as a means for his blessings reaching his slaves. Below I'm writing a few hadiths that indicate the value of meeting Muslims' needs, pleasing them, having a good temper and that praise and encourage being mild, serious and patient. Understand them well. If you cannot understand some of them, learn by asking those people who know their religion and live in accordance with their knowledge. Our prophets, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, sacred words are called hadith. Read the following hadiths carefully. Try to observe them in your every word and deed. One, Muslims are brothers. They do not hurt one another or treat one another roughly. If a person helps a Muslim brother of his, Allah Ta'ala in turn will facilitate his work. If a person saves a Muslim from trouble and thus makes him happy, Allah Ta'ala will save him from trouble at the most troublesome time on the day of resurrection.
If a person conceals a Muslim's defect or fault on the day of resurrection, Allah Ta'ala will conceal his defects and faults. From Bukhari and Muslim. 2. As long as a person helps his Muslim brother, Allah Ta'ala will help him. From Muslim. 3. Allah Ta'ala has created some of his slaves so that they will meet others' needs and help them. Those who are in need will resort to these slaves. There will be no fear of torment in the next world for these slaves. From Tabarani. 4. Allah Ta'ala has given many worldly blessings to some of his slaves. He has created them so that they will be useful to his other slaves. If these slaves distribute the blessings to Allah Ta'ala's slaves, there will be no decrease in their wealth. If they do not convey these blessings to Allah Ta'ala's slaves, Allah Ta'ala will take his blessings away from them and give them to others. From Tabarani and Ibn Abid Dunya, who passed away in Baghdad in 281 or 984 AD. 5. Meeting the needs of a Muslim brother is more profitable than doing itikaf for 10 years. And one day of itikaf for Allah Ta'ala's sake will place a man a very great distance away from hell's fire. From Tabarani and Hakim. Itikaf means to stay in a mosque and pray day and night during the last 10 days of the month Ramadan. 6. If a person does some work for his Muslim brothers, thousands of angels will pray for him. On his way to do that work, one of his sins will be forgiven for every step and he will be given blessings on the day of resurrection. From Ibn Majah. 7. If a person goes to help a Muslim with a business, for each step he will be given 70 thawabs and 70 of his sins will be forgiven. This will go on until the work is finished. When the work is done, all of his sins will be forgiven. If he dies during the work, he will go into paradise without any questioning. From Ibn Abid Dunya. 8. If a person goes to the state authorities and struggles with them so that his Muslim brother will be freed from trouble and attain comfort, on the day of resurrection, when all others will slip on the bridge of Sirat, Allah Ta'ala will help him pass over it quickly. From Tabarani. 9. The act which Allah Ta'ala loves best is to please a Muslim by giving him clothes or food or by meeting any other need. From Tabarani. 10. The act which Allah Ta'ala loves best after his faraid is to please a Muslim from Tabarani. Allah's commands are called farth. Hence, from this hadith sharif, it is understood that those who perform the worships that are fard are loved more by Allah Ta'ala. The things which are harmful and evil and prohibited for people to do by Allah Ta'ala are called haram. Allah Ta'ala loves those who refrain from the harams better than those who do the faraid, plural of fard. It is fard to have a good temperament and it is haram to have a bad temperament. It is more valuable and more thawab to refrain from doing evil than to do good. 11. When a person does a good service for a Muslim, Allah Ta'ala will create an angel from this good deed. This angel will worship all the time. The thawab for his worship will be given to that person. When the person dies and is put into his grave, the angel will come to his grave with a luminous and friendly face. 
Upon seeing the angel, he will feel relieved and become cheerful. Who are you? He will ask. The answer will be, I am the good which you did to so and so, and the joy which you caused in his heart. Allah Ta'ala has sent me to please you today and to intercede for you on the day of resurrection and to escort you to your place in paradise. 12. The exalted Prophet was asked, What are the more important things which will cause one to enter paradise? To fear Allah Ta'ala and to have a good temperament, he answered. And when he was asked the main reasons for us going to hell, he said, to be sorry when you lose your worldly blessings, to be happy when you attain these blessings, and to exceed the limits. From Timuzi, Ibn Habban and Bayhaki, who passed away in Nishapur in 458 or 1066 AD. The symptom of fearing Allah Ta'ala is to refrain from his prohibitions. 13. The man with the strongest iman or belief among you is the one who has the best moral character and who is the mildest with his wife. From Tirmizi and Hakim. 14. Because of man's beautiful moral character, he will attain the highest grades in paradise. Supererogatory worships will not enable him to attain these grades. A bad temper will drag a man down to the lowest depths of hell. From Tabarani. 15. The easiest and the lightest of worships is to talk only a little and to have a good temper. Pay attention to this word I'm saying from Ibn Abid Dunya. 16. A person asked our Prophet which is the best of deeds to have a good temper, answered the Prophet The man stood up and left him. Then a few minutes later, he came again and approached our Prophet's right side and asked the same question. He again said to have a good temper. The man went away and soon turned back. He came near our Prophet from his left side and asked, Which deed is it that Allah Ta'ala loves best? The answer was the same, to have a good temper. Then the person asked, approaching the Prophet from behind, what is the best and most valuable act? The Prophet turned to him and said, Can you not understand what it means to have a good temper? Do your best not to get angry with anyone. 17. I promise you that a Muslim who does not quarrel with anyone and who does not hurt anyone with his words, though he may be right, will go to paradise. I promise you that a person who does not lie even to make jokes or to amuse others will go to paradise. I promise you that he who has a good temper will attain high grades in paradise. From Abu Dawud, Ibn Majah and Timuzi. 18. In a hadith Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala declares, I like the Islamic religion that I have sent you. That is, I like those who accept this religion and who adapt themselves to its commandments. I love them. Being in this religion is completed only by being generous and by having a good temper. Every day make it known that you have perfected your religion with these two from Tabarani, who passed away in Damascus in 360 or 971 AD. 19. As hot water melts ice, so a good temper melts and annihilates one's sins. As vinegar decomposes honey and makes it inedible, so a bad temper spoils and annihilates one's worships. From Tabarani. 
20. Allah Ta'ala loves and helps the soft-tempered. He doesn't help the harsh and the hot-headed from Tabarani. 21. Who is the person for whom it is haram to enter hell and it is forbidden for the hellfire to burn? I am telling you, listen carefully. All of those who are mild and who do not get angry from Tirmizi. This hadith sharif is written also in the 99th letter mentioned above. 22. It is a great endowment from Allah Ta'ala for his slave to act calmly and gently. Being impatient and rash is the devil's way. Being patient and serious is what Allah Ta'ala loves. From Abu Yala. 23. Owing to his mildness and soft words, a person can attain the grades of those who fast during the day and perform namaz, prayer at night. From Ibn Haban. 24. Allah Ta'ala loves the person who, when he is angry, behaves mildly, overcoming his anger. From Isfahani. 25. Pay attention, please. I am informing you. A person who wants to attain high grades in paradise should be mild to a man who behaves impolitely. He should forgive a man who acts unjustly. He should be generous to a man who is stingy. He should take care of his friends or relatives who never come or give a kind word to him. From Tabarani. 26. It is not real strength to overcome someone else. To be strong or to be a hero means to overcome one's anger. From Bukhari and Muslim. 27. A man greeting with a smiling face is given the blessings attained by those who give alms. From Ibn Abid Dunya. 28. Smiling at your Muslim brother, teaching him good things, preventing him from doing evil things, helping strangers asking for directions, cleaning the streets of stones, thorns, bones and the like, which are disgusting, dirty and harmful, and giving drinking water to others are all forms of charity. From Timothy 29. There are such villas in paradise that a person who is in one of them can see any place he wants to and can appear in any place he chooses. When Abu Malik al-Ashari asked who would be given such villas, the Prophet said they will be given to those who are honey-tongued, generous and when other people are asleep, meditate over Allah's existence and greatness and invoke him. I have quoted the hadiths written above from the hadith book entitled Tarkhib wa Tarhib, which is one of the most valuable hadith books. Abdul Azim Munziri, rahmatullahi alayh, the author of the book, is one of the great scholars of hadith. He was born in 581 or 1185 and died in Egypt in 656 or 1258. May Allah Ta'ala give us the lot of living compatibly with the hadiths written above. Check yourself. If you are in accordance with them, give thanks to Allah Ta'ala. If you have any manners incompatible with them, you should entreat Allah Ta'ala to correct you. If a person's actions and deeds are not compatible with them, it is still a great blessing for him to know his own faults and to entreat Allah Ta'ala for their correction. A person who is neither in conformity with them nor sorry for being at odds with them has a very weak attachment to Islam. We should take refuge with Allah Ta'ala to protect ourselves against such a squalid state. A couplet.
Congratulations to those who attained. Shame upon the poor who missed. This translation from Maktubatu Mathumiya has come to an end. The hadiths written above command Muslims to treat one another mildly, kindly, and to live brotherly. A non-Muslim is called kafir, meaning disbeliever. The fact that Muslims have to be mild-mannered with disbelievers also and avoid hurting them has been written on page 33. Thus they, disbelievers, will have been shown that Islam commands being good-tempered, living brotherly and working hard. And thus sincere people will become Muslims willingly. It is fard to make jihad, holy war. The state performs jihad, not only by cannons and swords, but also by means of cold war tactics, propaganda and publications. And every individual Muslim makes jihad by exhibiting his good habits and by acting in a good manner. To make jihad means to invite people to Islam. As it is understood, it is jihad also to be kind to disbelievers and not to offend them. It is therefore fard for every Muslim. Hadrat Muhammad Mathum Faruqi, rahmatullahi alayh, who passed away in Sarhand in 1079 or 1668 AD. The author of the long letter above is one of the greatest Islamic scholars and one of the highest awliya. He was born in the city of Sarhand, India, in the year 1007 after the Hagira and passed away there in 1079 or 1668. He is in a large tomb which is a few hundred meters away from his blessed father's grave. Through his innumerable letters, he gave advice to thousands of Muslims, to state authorities, to the Times ruler, Sultan Alamgir Evrangazib, and caused them to attain the feelings of brotherhood, a good temper, mutual help, comfort and ease for this worldly life and felicity in the hereafter. Over 140,000 people attended his conferences and lectures. They thereby attained the highest grades of Tasawuf and they each became a wali. Besides these chosen disciples of his, the number of those who corrected their faith and morals by listening to him reaches beyond hundreds of thousands. More than 400 of the awliya educated and trained by him reached the grade termed Irshat and each of them saved thousands of people from perdition, ignorance and aberration in the cities they were sent to. Each of his five sons was a great scholar and wali and their descendants have all been the same. They left many precious books which have been enlightening people.